Welcome to Morning Prayer for Thursday, August 22nd, 2019. Thank you for joining me. If you have a prayer request, don't hesitate to go to benwardmusic.com slash prayer request. We'd love to pray for you today. I'm a little under the weather, so if the songs are in lower keys than normal, that is why. Thank you, Lord, for this day. We give it to you. We thank you for the honor and privilege of worshiping you, of having access to you through the blood of Jesus. And I will wait for you, I will wait for you on your word. I will rely, I will wait for you, surely wait for you till my soul satisfied. I will wait for you, I will wait for you on your word. I will rely, I will wait for you, surely wait for you till my soul satisfied. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your name, amen. I will wait for you, surely wait for you, on your word, I will rely, I will wait for you, I will wait for you, till my soul is satisfied. Thank you for forgiveness, thank you, thank you. Our first psalm for today is Psalm 131. My heart is not proud, Lord. My eyes are not haughty. I do not concern myself with great matters or things too wonderful for me, but I have calmed and quieted myself. I am like a weaned child with its mother. Like a weaned child, I am content. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, both now and forevermore. Psalm 132. Lord, remember David in all his self-denial. He swore an oath to the Lord. He made a vow to the mighty one of Jacob. I will not enter my house or go to my bed. I will allow no sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids till I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling for the mighty one of Jacob. We heard it in Ephrath. We came upon it in the fields of Jar. Let us go to his dwelling place. Let us worship at his footstool, saying, Arise, Lord, and come to your resting place, you and the ark of your might. May your priest be clothed with righteousness. May your faithful people sing for joy. For the sake of your servant David, do not reject your anointed one. The Lord swore an oath to David, a sure oath he will not revoke. One of your descendants I will place on your throne. If your sons keep my covenant and the statutes I teach them, then their sons will sit on your throne forever and ever. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling, saying, This is my resting place forever and ever. Here I will sit enthroned. For I have desired it. I will bless her with abundant provisions. 
Her poor I will satisfy with food. I will clothe her priests with salvation, and her faithful people will ever sing for joy. Here I will make a horn grow for David, and set up a lamp for my anointed one. I will clothe his enemies with shame, but his head will be adorned with a radiant crown. Psalm 133 How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It is like precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down on the collar of his robe. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion, for there the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. Psalm 134 Praise the Lord, all you servants of the Lord who minister by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and praise the Lord. May the Lord bless you from Zion, he who is the maker of heaven and earth. Psalm 135 Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise him, you servants of the Lord, you who minister in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing praise to his name, for that is pleasant. For the Lord has chosen Jacob to be his own, Israel to be his treasured possession. I know that the Lord is great, that our Lord is greater than all gods. The Lord does whatever pleases him in the heavens and on the earth, in the seas and all their depths. He makes clouds rise from the ends of the earth. He sends lightning with the rain and brings out the wind from his storehouses. He struck down the firstborn of Egypt, the firstborn of people and animals. He sent his signs and wonders into your midst, Egypt, against Pharaoh and all his servants. He struck down many nations and killed mighty kings, Sion, king of the Amorites, Og, king of Bashan, and all the kings of Canaan. And he gave their land as an inheritance, an inheritance to his people Israel. Your name, Lord, endures forever. Your renown, Lord, through all generations. For the Lord will vindicate his people and have compassion on his servants. The idols of the nations are silver and gold made by human hands. They have mouths but cannot speak, eyes but cannot see. They have ears but cannot hear, nor is there breath in their mouths. Those who make them will be like them, and so will all who trust in them. All you Israelites, praise the Lord. House of Aaron, praise the Lord. House of Levi, praise the Lord. You who fear him, praise the Lord. Praise be to the Lord from Zion, to him who dwells in Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Oh, glory to the Father, glory to the Son, to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. And I will wait for you, I will wait for you on your word, I will rely. I will wait for you, surely wait for you, till my soul is satisfied. Our Old Testament reading is from 2 Samuel chapter 19. Joab was told the king is weeping and mourning for Absalom. And for the whole army, the victory that day was turned into mourning because on that day the troops heard it said, the king is grieving for his son. 
The men stole into the city that day as men steal and who are ashamed when they flee from battle. The king covered his face and cried aloud, O my son Absalom, O Absalom, my son, my son. Then Joab went into the house to the king and said, Today you have humiliated all your men who have just saved your life and the lives of your sons and daughters and the lives of your wives and concubines. You love those who hate you and hate those who love you. You have made it clear today that the commanders and their men mean nothing to you. I see that you would be pleased if Absalom were alive today and all of us were dead. Now go out and encourage your men. I swear by the Lord that if you don't go out, not a man will be left with you by nightfall. This will be worse for you than all the calamities that have come on you from your youth till now. So the king got up and took his seat in the gateway. When the men were told the king is sitting in the gateway, they all came before him. Meanwhile, the Israelites had fled to their homes. Throughout the tribes of Israel, all the people were arguing among themselves, saying, The king delivered us from the hand of our enemies. He is the one who rescued us from the hands of the Philistines. But now he has fled the country to escape from Absalom. And Absalom, whom we anointed to rule over us, has died in battle. So why do you say nothing about bringing the king back? King David sent this message to Zadok and Abathar the priests. Ask the elders of Judah, Why should you be the last to bring the king back to his palace? since what is being said throughout Israel has reached the king at his quarters. You are my relatives, my own flesh and blood. So why should you be the last to bring back the king? And say to Amasa, Are you not my own flesh and blood? May God deal with me, be it ever so severely, if you are not the commander of my army for life from the place of Joab. He won over the hearts of the men of Judah, so that they were all of one mind. They sent word to the king, Return, you and all your men. Then the king returned and went as far as the Jordan. Now the men of Judah had come to Gilgal to go out and meet the king and bring him across the Jordan. Shimei, son of Gera, the Benjamite from Baharun, hurried down with the men of Judah to meet King David. With him were a thousand Benjamites along with Ziba, the steward of Saul's household, and his fifteen sons and twenty servants. They rushed to the Jordan where the king was. They crossed at the ford to take the king's household over and to do whatever he wished. When Shimei, son of Gera, crossed the Jordan, he fell prostrate before the king and said to him, May my Lord not hold me guilty. Do not remember how your servant did wrong on the day my Lord the King left Jerusalem. May the King put it out of his mind. For I, your servant, know that I have sinned. But today I have come here as the first from the tribes of Joseph to come down and meet my Lord the King. Then Abashai, son of Zeruah, said, Shouldn't Shimei be put to death for this? He cursed the Lord's anointed. David replied, What does this have to do with you, you sons of Zeruah? What right do you have to interfere? Should anyone be put to death in Israel today? Don't I know that today I am king over Israel? So the king said to Shimei, You shall not die. And the king promised him on oath. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And I will wait for you. I will wait for you on your word. I will rely. I will wait for you. Surely wait for you. Till my soul is satisfied. Thank you, Lord. Our New Testament reading is from Acts chapter 24. Five days later, the high priest Ananias went down to Caesarea with some of the elders and a lawyer named Tertullus, and they brought their charges against Paul before the governor. When Paul was called in, Tertullus presented his case before Felix. We have enjoyed a long period of peace under you, and your foresight has brought about reforms in this nation. Everywhere and in every way, most excellent Felix, we acknowledge this with profound gratitude. But in order not to weary you further, 
I would request that you be kind enough to hear us briefly. We have found this man to be a troublemaker, stirring up riots among the Jews all over the world. He is a ringleader of the Nazarene sect and even tried to desecrate the temple, so we seized him. By examining him yourself, you will be able to learn the truth about all these charges we are bringing against him. The other Jews joined in the accusation, asserting that these things were true. When the governor motioned for him to speak, Paul replied, I know that for a number of years you have been a judge over this nation, so I gladly make my defense. You can easily verify that no more than twelve days ago I went up to Jerusalem to worship. My accusers did not find me arguing with anyone at the temple or stirring up a crowd in the synagogues or anywhere else in the city, and they can't, cannot prove to you the charges they are now making against me. However, I admit that I worship the God of our ancestors as a follower of the way, which they call a sect. I believe everything that is in accordance with the law and that is written in the prophets. And I have the same hope in God as these men, these selves have, that there will be a resurrection of both the righteous and the wicked. So I strive always to keep my conscience clear before God and man. After an absence of several years, I came to Jerusalem to bring my people gifts for the poor and to present offerings. I was ceremonially clean when they found me in the temple courts doing this. There was no crowd with me, nor was I involved in any disturbance. But there are some Jews from the province of Asia who ought to be here before you and bring charges if they have anything against me. Or these who are here should state what crime they found in me when I stood before the Sanhedrin. Unless it was this one thing I shouted as I stood in their presence, it is concerning the resurrection of the dead that I am on trial before you today. Then Felix, who was well acquainted with the way, adjourned the proceedings. When Lysias, the commander, comes, he says, I will decide your case. He ordered the centurion to keep Paul under guard, but to give him some freedom and permit his friends to take care of his needs. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And I will wait for you, I will wait for you on your word. I will rely, I will wait for you, surely wait for you till my soul is satisfied. And now our gospel reading is from Mark chapter 12. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked him, of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Well said, teacher, the man replied. You are right in saying that God is one, and there is no other but Him. To love Him with all your heart with all your understanding, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he had answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And from then on, no one dared ask him any more questions. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And I will wait for you, I will wait for you on your word. I will rely, I will wait for you, surely wait for you, till my soul is satisfied. Thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you that you satisfy our souls as with the richest of foods, with your love and with your wisdom and with your understanding and with the very words from your mouth. Thank you, Lord. 
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. And I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, He rose again. He ascended into heaven and then seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Now let's pray as our Lord taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And I will wait for you. I will wait for you on your word. I will rely. I will wait for you. Surely wait for you. Till my soul is satisfied You satisfy me, Lord You satisfy Only you satisfy, God Only you satisfy Lead us in a time of guided prayer. I'll give us prompts and just encourage you to pray specifically for the people in your lives where you are. Let's begin with our own hearts. Let's just offer up our joys and our celebrations, but also our anxieties, our fears, our worries. Let's bring our immediate families before the Lord. Let's pray for our extended families. 
pray for our friends, acquaintances, co-workers. Pray for our enemies. Jesus commands us to pray for our enemies. Bless those who curse us. pray today specifically for children who feel alone, whether they have started back school or they're in family situations that are hard, that are difficult, or whether that's just a feeling they struggle with. Let's just pray for them today. The Lord ministers to the lonely. He comes close. Let them know His presence. Lord, show Your presence today to the lonely. And I will wait for you, surely wait for you on your word. I will rely, I will wait for you, surely wait for you till my soul is satisfied. Till my soul is satisfied. We give you this morning, God. We give you this day. Thank you for this time. Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen and amen. Go now in the peace and the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for praying with me today.